you're listening to Unique Leaders Podcast. I'm Megan DiMartino. Success is in the story. Each week, I'll be speaking with a unique leader, not only in their field, but in their lives. Join us for a glimpse of their passion and talents. There's always a surprise in their story. Be the first to hear. Hello, 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 and welcome to Unique Leaders Live. I'm Megan DiMartino, and today is Friday, my favorite day of the week. Not because it is Friday in the weekend, but because it's Unique Leaders Live Day. I can't wait for you to meet my guest, Jessica Stroud. But before we go uh, to introducing Jessica, I'd just like to share with you a little bit about Unique Leaders. If this is your first time visiting with us, welcome. I would love you to share this out to all of your social media platforms. And also it is live on YouTube. So you can go there at any time and uh, listen to the segment. But we have amazing guests that have been with us on Unique Leaders Live before. So subscribe. And that way, other people can find Unique Leaders Live. We've had, as I said, amazing guests. So with that, today, we're going to be introducing to you Jessica Stroud. And what I have tried to do and do with uh, Unique Leaders is share, uh, introduce to you people that have done amazing things, but they didn't always do these amazing things. And so, you know, they say success leaves clues. Well, I don't want you to have clues. I want you to have the whole story because you will see in Jessica's story where she evolved to today. And I want you to see that you too can do, in a sense, what Jessica does or even more so. So with that further, without further ado, I'd like you to meet my guest, Jessica Stroud. Hi, happy Friday. You as well. Thank you so much for joining us today on Unique Leaders Live. Absolutely. My pleasure. Well, I, I met you on uh, a audio app. Yeah. And so I did not see you, but then I went immediately went to Facebook, Jessica, and you spoke on this audio app clubhouse <laughs> with champions. Yeah. Um, and, and you were interviewed by Scott Simons, one of my most favorite people. And um, your essence just resonated and you spoke about the pink, but then on Facebook, I saw very clearly that pink was your jam. That was your deal. And so I'm a pink girl too. So in honor of our pink, I decided I'd put a little pink on today. So we're like bright rainbows today, bright sunshine rainbows. Exactly. And it's great to bring that that light and joy to the world. So as I shared in the intro, I would love you to go back to uh, where Jessica started this amazing journey and, you know, a little bit about where you were born and, you know, a little bit about that and then go on to your journey. So the, the common theme in my life is, well, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> and um, when Scott said, I had, I'd went to Scott and I said, well, so Scott and I are in this mastermind group together. And I went to the group and I said, all right, friends, I need help. It's time for me to explore this thing called Clubhouse. And they're like, oh, you got to talk to Scott. I'm like, wait, what? What's Scott going on in Clubhouse? So I was like, hey, can you help me? Right? Because here I am asking for help, right? We all need mm -hmm. to ask for help. So I said, hey, can you, you just walk me through? Can you help me figure out the nuts and the bolts? And then the next thing I know, he's like, I'm going to have you on as a guest. And I'm like, what buttons do I push? But no, it was, it, it was, 
It was literally one of those things where I asked for help and then someone over delivered, just absolutely over, over delivered. So I love that you said that you felt my energy through the app because um, in Kansas City time, it was like six in the morning. <laughs> exactly. It's I an early go, bird. It's an I early had to bird. get up in the morning and go and get, get my coffee and like walk around the kitchen talking to myself <laughs> so that my voice was ready. But you know what? That's what we do. That's what we do as unique leaders. We figure it out and we show up. So um, the the story of me is I'm nobody and I came from nothing, right? That's that's the best way for me to describe it. I was born in Warrensburg, Missouri. Anybody ever heard of it? No, nobody's ever heard of Warrensburg, Missouri. <laughs> I've always lived in just right inside Kansas and Missouri, right? Because I'm in I'm in Kansas now, but I'm on the right by the Missouri, right in okay. just outside of Kansas mm -hmm. City. And other than a short stint in Oklahoma City, I've always just lived right in the middle. So I have um, multiple identities, not personality, not multiple personalities, right? That's the right. bad part. Multiple identities is the good part. So I'll start with the most important one. So and the most important one is um, my husband, John. I've been married for 17 years. <clears throat> and that's really an accomplishment for him because I can be a handful sometimes. <laughs> and then I'm a mom, which is my number two, which comes next important to me. I have two sons. They have winter birthdays. So we're about to be, we're about to have a 12-year-old and a 13-year-old. So, but that's all right. I'm okay with it. So we own a, we own several businesses. Um, our main one is an insurance agency in Kansas City. Nothing too exciting, just auto and home insurance. Um, and then <clears throat> I have the different things that I do. And I am a number one best-selling author. That goes at the top of, I didn't see that coming. Okay. So in, in April, I wrote a book called The Lady CEO from the Corner of Poverty and Dysfunction to the Lady CEO. Mm -hmm. So that went uh, number one bestseller, number one new release. And I'm like, oh, you know, here's this here's this girl from Kansas, Missouri. And it was um, it was it was interesting. I did not see that coming. I had never stopped and said, I want to write a book that I just I'd never I'd never done that. Um and in the mastermind that Scott and I are in, the main guy that runs it, his name is Ryan Stuman. And <clears throat> we were in one of our, our meetings and he's standing up at the front of the room and I'm in the back and it's filled. There's probably about 60 of us. Um, we get together every month. There's about 60 of us in the room. And he, these are people that I admire and respect so much. And he says, well, Jessica's writing a book. And I was like, what was that? What? <laughs> wow. And so like some of the most amazing things, somebody kind of calls you out and you're like, Oh, I guess I'm doing that. And he said, you pretend like it's sunshine and rainbows, right? You, you walk around with this incredible, happy energy. Um, and you, you live this great life, but you, you've been through some things like you've been through a lot of things and you need to talk about that. You need to, mm -hmm. and not in a way like, oh, talk about it therapy, no. No. but just talk about it. Like let people see you as an example. I think we're so scared sometimes mm -hmm. to step out and mm -hmm. just, and we, we talk about that. Your struggle is your story. And I got to tell you, I'm, I was 
shocked by the um, the response to my book because basically, okay, so you know, there's a time in your life where everything that's messing up or all the problems you have, it's on you, right? Right around like 17 or 18. If you're if your life is a mess, it's because of the stuff that you did. But sure. but when you're younger, you can't. You don't get to pick who your parents are. You don't get to pick where you're born. You don't. You don't get to pick a lot. And so for me, unfortunately, the struggles mm-hmm. started very early. They started mm-hmm. very early. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to read about it, absolutely get get my book. But what I but what I will say about that, it's on Amazon. It's five ninety nine, right? It's five ninety two ninety nine if you want the Kindle. Okay. But what I what I um. But what what I'll just say where I, what the little pin that I'll put on that is. Mm-hmm. Um, People who don't have joy, <clears throat> they can't give other people joy, right? right? If you don't have joy in your heart, you can't give other people joy. And so I will just, without being too specific, I will just say that my parents lived joyless lives. Mm-hmm. They didn't have mm-hmm. joy. Mm-hmm. Um, just miserable in their lives and in the different relationships that they were in and out of. And so they <clears throat> they didn't have the capacity to be good parents, good providers, Um so we did struggle with poverty and negativity and so much uncertainty, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. When 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 Ryan said to me in front of everybody, mm-hmm. just because writing a book, yeah, I was like, oh no, <laughs> because I knew that there were some stories that I needed to tell from when I was younger and growing mm-hmm. up. But then there were also stories that I needed to tell about when I messed up, mm-hmm. right? Yes. I don't, I don't, yes. I don't think that we are, I don't think we're born leaders, to be honest with you. I, I think that um, at some point for some of us, there's a, you have to, there's a instance where you have to step up, like you yes. have to step up and be a leader. And there's this, this beautiful story that I, that I read about Martin Luther King Jr. <clears throat> He was a very reluctant leader. He was like, I don't know, not me. I don't, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to lead this movement. And they're like, we need you. You have to, you have to. And then he was like, okay, here we go. And that's, that's um, how my journey started a little bit where I was just a very reluctant leader. And truly there were too many times I couldn't even lead myself, right? Let alone my mm-hmm. company or whatever. And so mm-hmm. when you have an idea it grows in you a little bit, right? There's a seed inside of you that grows Mm -hmm. and you, and, and like, basically your cookie is half baked before you share it with the world. Right. And so, but when Ryan said I was writing a book, I was like, Oh no. And so it took months for me yet to, to even, to even come to grips with, I'm gonna write a book. Right. And, um, I'm not all about, therapy and why did this happen and let's deal with the feelings um and so the the first intro i wrote for my book it was negative it was really negative and i had Mm -hmm. to step back me and i had to say that's not my voice that's Mm -hmm. not who i am Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so then i said how do i how do i tell this in my voice the voice that is encouraging and the voice that is positive and the the personality that can take these things and, and there are some stories I, I felt sorry for little Jesse. Right. But it's like, how do we take uh, this and, and put it out there in a way that other people can learn? So 
Yeah, you know, as they say, it's not what happens to you, it's what you do with it, exactly. you know. And um, I just have to share an, anecdotally that um, my, just very quickly, because, you know, Ryan said what he said to you, but he said it for a purpose because he knew, like you said or shared, that your story, it's not, again, it's not about woe was me, but it's about encouragement to others. But, you know, so the, he knew that that was the essence of you today, meaning encouragement, and this would help others. That's essentially what Unique Leaders is as well. But my book, uh, Hope and Possibilities Just Over the Horizon, it's never too early or too late to create the life of your dreams, um, was published in December of 19. But what happened, so I say kudos to you, girl, because you said 12 months. Well, my husband passed away September 29th, 2011, and... Uh, the in the morning, uh, he passed somewhere in the early morning. And as the day was dawning, the backyard was full of white butterflies. Oh. And I'm like, you know, I was exhausted. Mm -hmm. I had been up for a couple of days. But I'm like, what are you saying to me, God? And I put mm -hmm. my head on the kitchen yep. table and I started talking to God, having a conversation. I mean, I know I hadn't passed. You know, was I hallucinating? What are you trying to say? And I heard in my spirit, Jessica, share your story, mm -hmm. just like he said, just like he said. Absolutely. Well, guess what? Guess what? It took me eight years. And I was journaling, though, because, again, that was out of that immediate. So I had to get journal through the story. Like you said, what do I share? You know, and your voice was not you. Mm -hmm. And so I started journaling. And then in 19, I was working on a course, a business course, an online course. And I felt in my spirit, Jessica, you're not doing what I told you to do. Oh, no, you got called out. <laughs> and, I mean, I was like, I really, I mean, I couldn't move forward. Oh. And so I had, to, I did an outline in 17. I had the title-ish, it need a little massaging. Yeah. But I sat down and in very short order, I wrote, but like you, it's, you know, and I say this all often, like you're saying, you know, I'll give a little anecdote here or there because it's pertinent to the point, but I'll say it's in my book because again, it's, but it is our story mm -hmm. and it is our hearts and it's who we are, what has made us today. But yes, I was called out. So, and then like you, it went to number one on Amazon January 4th. Oh. Um, and so in three categories. So it was just like you, just a very special and, you know, a great confirmation in that, like you're sharing, that we did what we were supposed to do. So we, when I, when, when we were going through it, nobody likes the word struggle, right? Nobody likes the word struggle. But, and you and I have both described this birthing of a book because let's be honest that's what it is as a struggle and it's just this whole your struggle is your story and I I love when people will say to me if you could go back and change anything right you could go back in your life and you could change anything in your life what would you change and I would change absolutely nothing nothing and that's how I set, that's how I set the stories up. And that's how I set the book up because I have admittedly the most incredible life ever. I mean, I, I look at the people I'm connected with like you and I'm like, how did I meet such incredible people? Like, how do we get to have these 
amazing conversations and share them with the world. And how did I find a, a husband that can balance my craziness? And, and my kids are awesome. And people will say, Oh, your kids are so smart, right? They get good grades. I'm like, I didn't get that. I get that from me. Right. <laughs> and right. we, these businesses and my teams, and I'm just like, I, you know, I joke, but it's true. And I say, I don't know whose life I'm living, but she cannot have it back. Like she can't. And there's, there's so much that again, I didn't see it. I didn't see it coming. And, coming. Mm-hmm. and so the, the power for you and me is that we, we have decided that we're okay with being an example, good, bad, right, or wrong success or failure. We understand that there is power and motivation in all of it. And yes. we are open with sharing it. We're, you know, we don't just like the guests on your podcast, they don't just sit around and talk about, oh, everything is so great. They talk about, this is where I struggled. This is where mm-hmm. I had problems. Like, we don't hide from the storms. We know the storms are coming and we prepare for them. You know, uh, you just shared something that brought to my mind, Bob Berg, the go-giver. I'm sure yeah. you know yep. Bob Berg. And um, I interviewed Bob and in the interview, Jessica, he shared how when he was a senior in high school, the got and he was at graduation and the guidance counselors came up to him and said, Berg, I didn't expect to see you here. And oh. here is a, a best-selling author yeah. inducted into the National Speaker Hall of Fame. Come on. But w- the, so when people like Bob share their stories and everyone does, Jessica, mm-hmm. you yep. know, it's it's it, the whole story, the whole, full enchilada, you know. Yep. And uh, so it's it's really wonderful for us to be like you said to share our stories, to help people understand, like I share in my, that was the part of the title that wasn't there at first in 2017, but it's never too early or too late. Because also like you, because you have teams, you just said those, that word, they're people of all ages, right? I mean, all ages, building their stories. And I, like you, I'm sure people will say to me, well, I'm 25 and I don't know what I'm going to do. 25. And, you know, or I'm 45. Yeah, exactly. Or I'm 45 and I'm stuck in a job. Great. Get out of it. You know, awesome opportunity. Let's go. Yes. So So it's never too early or too late. I, I joke about the, um, multiple personalities slash multiple identities. And when, when, when so many of the women that I I'm privileged to, to work with, um, they get stuck in one identity, right? They get stuck in my marriage is my identity. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a problem because if my marriage is my identity and my husband wakes up one day and decides that being my husband is not his identity, I got a problem, right? And, and, or when women, they make their children their whole life. Okay. Well, if we're doing this right, the goal is for them to move out of your house, right? (laughs) The goal is for them to go away so you can live the rest of your life. But yet you're setting it up like these are going to be, this is going to be your responsibility for the rest of your life. So mm-hmm. I'm very, very careful. And I see, I, I tell everyone that follows me, I'm very careful. You've got to have multiple identities. Mm-hmm. So I'm a business owner. I'm a leader. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. Um, I'm a runner, right? I'm a best-selling author. And if one of those goes away, it would be terrible. But then I still have the others. Like my whole world is not crashing right. down 
because mm-hmm. I still have these other things that that are my identity. And they're synergistic because one, like you said, doesn't stand on its own. That is the whole you. And they have evolved. Yes. And and what you so wonderfully said, if uh, if people ask you, you know, if there was one thing you would change and you said nothing because that created you. That's right. I wouldn't change me for anything. That's for sure. And for for so many people, it's um, it's very uncomfortable for them to think people are watching them. Mm-hmm. I don't mean in a creepy way. Like there are people creeping on us. That's yeah, fine. Sure. But they're just so uncomfortable thinking that people are watching them. And, and I just, I liken it to my kids. My kids are watching, right? My kids see mom going out and doing things. They see mom and dad going out, not as parents to go and do things. They see mom and dad bickering, but then everything's okay. They, you know, they see us working it out. They see us taking chances. They see us failing. They see a couple of years ago when I was running and I tore up my foot and I couldn't run and how I struggled with that. And, you know, they, they see all that. And I I say, what if your kids were watching Mm -hmm. fail in front of your kids? Mm -hmm. Because we don't, so for us, we don't call them vacations. We don't go on vacations. We go on adventures, right? Because yes. it's an adventure. We don't know what's going to happen. It might not be the best vacation ever, but we're together and we're going on an adventure. In in so it, for those who are scared, like oh my gosh, people are are watching. It's a it's a good thing that people are watching. You want people watching, mm-hmm. and we're we're not afraid to fail. We're afraid to be seen failing. Right. Yes. So if you and me, I'm like, Hey, Hey Megan, let's go outside and do a cartwheel in the front yard. Well, if it's you and me and I fall on my head, you're going to run over and make sure my neck's not broken. And then we're going to laugh about it. Right. Exactly. If if all of the neighbors are out and the people from down the street and everybody's watching, then I don't want to fall on my head because I'm afraid I'm going to be embarrassed. So I think one of the things that I do is I just take the embarrassment out of my failures. I'm like, yes. oh, we failed, right? So, so brisket is my nemesis. Like I can do all things. I can do so much. I cannot cook a brisket to save my life. So <laughs> I try about once every two months, once every quarter, people will send me some recipes and I'll try it. And now it's kind of funny when I fail because I choose to be open about it and be like, okay, what did we learn from this brisket? <laughs> I don't think I've, I live in Texas, Jessica. Oh, yeah. And I don't, I, I can honestly say I've never tried <laughs> to make a brisket, you know? It's uh, tough. It's, but, you know, I, me, like you said, I wouldn't even try. And if somebody said, do you want to make it? No, thank you. You you (laughs) That's right. We all have limitations. I need to just recognize my limitation when it comes with the brisket. (laughs) You know, I'm sure you make a great pancake, you know, I mean, so, or whatever, but. Incredible pancakes, cookies, muffins, cakes, all that good stuff. See, I kind of knew you're a kind of muffin (laughs) pancake, right? I was a baker in another life, I'm sure. Yes. Mm -hmm, Exactly. So now uh, you shared about, well, let's go a tad in. Well, first of all, is your husband in business with you? Did you say that? Yes, Yes. I thought so. So uh, with that, is he involved in the networking group that you and Scott are involved in? No. So my, for 
for every yin, there's a yang, right? And so mm-hmm. for as far out and as energetic and as crazy as I am, he's the balance to me, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, I asked him, all right, all right, babe, let's, let's design your life. Like, what do you want to do? And his heart of hearts is to be a sports dad, to just get the boys like his life. Like I'm worried about him. He's that mom that is going to have to cut the cord when his kids go to college. I'm worried about him. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. his dream life is taking the boys wherever they need to go, being at all of their games, doing all that. He doesn't want to coach, but you know, he's been the assistant coach several times and he wants to be there and help with all that. And, and I'm the one that goes out and seeks out all of this learning. Um, and then like the group that Scott and I are in, and then I bring it back and he helps me dissect it and helps me say, okay, how can we apply this into our business? So in our insurance business, I'm very much the, what we call the attractive character, like the face of the business, the interactor, Mm -hmm. um, the, the one that. Um, my, one of my superpowers, one of my big secrets, and I'd I'd like to come back to this if we can in a few minutes is I learn to teach others, Mm -hmm. but in our business, so I want to come back to that, but in our business, he's the one that makes sure all of our licenses are in order and he pays all the bills and he keeps up with all the care carriers for the insurance company. And he talks with the accountant and he does all of that, which this personality does not want to do. Mm -hmm. Right. But I'm the one that goes out and meets everyone and just drives, drives the referrals um, in our business. Because mm-hmm. I, another one of my identities with the for the that they call me the the group that Scott and I are in is they those guys like to refer to me as the referral queen because mm-hmm. I I do have a talent of um, generating massive amounts of referrals for our business. Great, yeah. Which is it's you know. Um, it's being Bob Berg. I mean, that's one of his original books, you know, endless yeah, referrals. <clears throat> so, I mean, because that's the, uh, things have changed, I'm sure in your, uh, endless referral queen, but meaning that, uh, we gather referrals differently on some level today, not just COVID, but just in general with electronics, but it's, but what you're saying is that like the yin to the yang, uh, I have wanted a, what is your husband's name? John. A John forever. You know, I've had to piece the Johns together with my businesses. You know, that is a blessing for you, Jessica, to be able to be you and do what you do best. So I told him there's only one way you're getting out of this marriage. Oh, oh, got it. Got it. Okay. If you you die, you can get out of this marriage. That's the only way you're getting out. (laughs) But but obviously he, um, that, that is his superpower Mm -hmm. and it gives him the time or the affordability of time to be there for the kids, you know, with the sports dad. So it's a perfect yin and yang, as you said, that's, that is wonderful. And one of the secrets with that is, um, I make sure that his goals and dreams are just as important as mine. Like Mm -hmm. I say, I'm going to go do this so that we can do this. Mm -hmm. I say, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? A couple of years ago, I said, Hey, these kids are going to be out here in 10 years. Hopefully if we're doing it right. These kids are going to be out here. Where do you want to go? We live in Kansas city right now, but we could go anywhere. We could live anywhere. Yes. Right. What do you, what do you want to do? 
and he he loves California, Orange County, California. So he said, "We're I want to go to California." I'm like, "Great." So we already talk about when the kids go off to college, we'll keep a small apartment or something here in Kansas City, but we'll we're going to go and get a condo or something on the beach and we're going to adopt a little dog and from the animal shelter and we're going to carry our surfboards down to the water every morning and go surfing like we're already talking about what's the next chapter and it's because i said to him babe what do you want to do what are your dreams and Mm -hmm. and the 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 uh, that was that's always impactful for my marriage when i say what do you want to do and I, i i don't say this every day because it's not applicable every day, but with all the stuff that I do at least every other day, I will say to him, is there anything that you need my help with today? Mm. Most Mm. of the time he says, no, he doesn't need anything, but I'm asking the question. Yes. I'm asking the question like, what, honey, what do you need from me today? What can I help you with today? Cause it's not all about me. Cause I'm nothing without them. I want to focus on this for a second and then go back to the statement you made about learning and teaching, but that is so other centric and that is the key to building teams and to building a life. And here you're speaking personally with your marriage, but it is about being aware of that other person and their, their needs and their goals and their dreams, what you just said. So that is so powerful. I don't want to come home to an empty house. I don't, I want to come Mm -hmm. home to, my husband and my children. And if I don't treat him like the sacred piece of my life that he is, mm-hmm. he can go somewhere else. Yeah. If he yeah. doesn't feel like he's the most important thing, he, he could go somewhere else. And okay. I, I will not have that. <laughs> no. and I'm moving to the beach with him. He doesn't have an option at this point. <laughs> no, and I mean, that's the other piece to this, uh, to our guests that are watching or listening, is that you're already setting that intention. You're seeing it. You're yeah. you're yeah. creating that reality and, that, and, and then creating that uh, energy behind it. And so as my friend Laura Weil would say, you know, that's that zone, you know? That's right. And that's it's right. really... It's that's very, very powerful. So take heed, folks that are listening and watching that this is a bit another very powerful piece to our dear friend here sharing her story, Miss Jessica. So so go back to that teaching and learning to uh, share with our, our guests that. So let me give a little bit of context. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have this habit that I don't I don't listen to people who haven't done what I've done. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't been married over 17 years. I'm not going to take marriage advice from you. If you haven't raised successful children, I'm not going to take mom advice from you, right? So I want to preface with, when I talk about generating referrals, this is not lip service at all. So last year, again, I have a product, you know, my product or service is insurance, nothing super exciting, auto and Mm -hmm. home insurance. Um, we're very geographical. We only do business within the Kansas city area. Um, we could do 10, 12 different States. We choose not to. So when I throw these numbers out, I want, I want you to understand that this is about an hour radius of Kansas city. Okay. Okay. So, um, in over the last five years in our business, I have personally generated, um, over 3,300 referrals. So, so I'm, I feel like I know a thing or two. Um, last year I did receive over 700 referrals. And while that's amazing, as I look over the five years, mm-hmm. um, 
I average over 500 referrals a year. That's the part I'm most happy about because it's the consistency and the longevity of mm-hmm. what I do. So that's, mm-hmm. for me, that's the most exciting part is the stability in it. And, you know, there are all kinds of different things that I can talk about that I do, but the the core of it is I learn differently than other people. I read differently. I study differently. Um I interact with others differently. I network differently because when I'm, when I'm reading, when I'm taking a class, when I'm listening to a speaker, I'm learning so that I can teach other people. Mm -hmm. So my deal is always, okay, how can I use what I just learned to help other people grow their business? Mm I have the privilege of, of working with a lot of um, entrepreneurs and small business owners here in Kansas City. And so I don't, Megan, I don't study how to grow an insurance business. I study how to grow a real estate business, how to grow a mortgage business, how to, how to grow a financial advisor business, how to grow a roofing company. I study how to do that. Mm-hmm. And then I dissected an actionable steps. And then I go to my referral partners and I go to those that I, I, have the privilege of serving. And I say, Hey, I learned this. Let's talk about it. Like I, I teach classes on how to, yeah. So how to grow your business through social media, right? So how to get referrals without asking. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I learned how to do it. And then I teach other people in, in true Bob go giver fashion. Yes. What can I give? Like, I'm not a taker. And yes. that's the difference because when somebody comes to you and says, Oh, Hey, can I have a referral? Who do you know that who do you know that wants to buy insurance? Nobody. I don't know anybody. It's not a good conversation. It feels slimy. Mm-hmm. But if I come to you and I say, Hey, I'm hosting a, cl- you know, I'm, I'm doing a class next week and it's on blah, 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 how to grow your business without asking or how to use social media. Do you mm-hmm. want to come to the class I'm teaching? That's a whole different conversation. That is a whole different conversation. Wow. I love it. That was a mouthful. Well, no, you've given me a a lot of clarity on a lot of things there. Wow, that is so, because what we said all along, we don't just, you know, come off the truck and become X, Y, Z. It's that evolution. And so you, what you're saying is you've gleaned so much information from so many different industries. Yes. And even though you're not the expert, meaning that isn't your you know, wheelhouse, so to speak, as your insurance businesses, but you have the intellect to glean the nuts and bolts of it to be able to then give it back. And uh, wow. Wow. That is awesome. So I've I've got to, um, I've I've had the privilege of having some powerful conversations. Mm -hmm. Because of that, I'm not just setting myself up as the go-to for insurance. I'm setting myself up as the go-to for um, business advice yes. and yes. counsel and yes. partnership. And not, I don't mean like, oh, I own part of the roofing company or anything like that, right. but it's like, hey, I've got this I'm up against. What do you think I should do? So my favorite is when one of my referral partners called me and said, hey, I, I think I need to fire someone. What do I need to do? Mm-hmm. Okay, I got you on that, right? Mm-hmm. But another thing is when I'm, learning this and I'm applying it and I'm teaching it, it goes right back to what we were talking about. I'm very open with my failures. Hey, I tried this 
and I fell flat on my face. So here's mm -hmm. what I learned from it. So don't do that. Go and mm -hmm. do this over here. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it, it speaks differently when you're learning information, using information and passing, passing it on. People will see you, see you differently. Um, and it's, it's such a different way to shine your light. It really, really is. You know, remember I shared I was uh, working on that course. Well, yes. I've been in the spa industry for 30 years mm -hmm. and um, and the um, professional beauty industry and national sales and marketing for 45. And um, the course was specifically for the spa industry. And I truly believe that's another reason why I was stopped in my tracks, because it's not about just the spa industry, as you're saying, Jessica, it's for business. You are playing too small, too small. Yep, absolutely. I just got smacked with that this the last couple of weeks. I have a, with my with a course that I have, too. I was like, girl, you are playing because it was service industry. There was this specific this specific clientele, this specific entrepreneur. And I'm like, you're playing too small. Like, why mm -hmm. would you do that? Why would you make it just for this one industry when it could be so many into it's so funny. So funny. Yes, really. Yep. We play too small. We're scared. Why are we scared? We play too small. You know, yeah. I don't think I'm only going to speak about you and I, I don't think we are afraid of it. It's just the, uh, I'm going to actually speak for myself. I don't think it's about fear as much as I um, don't realize that I have that ability to parlay it into other industries. Now I do, don't misunderstand, yes. but I didn't. And I needed that understanding to do that. So we're slow sometimes to recognize our own gifts. Like the group right. that Scott and I are in, one of my favorite parts about that is they see me, they see more in me than I could ever see in myself. And they yeah. speak it into me. And they say, just like with Ryan, when he says, I see this in you. I see that in you. People will see things in me and say it. And I'm open enough because I trust mm -hmm. them. I listen to them. That's the part of this group that I listen to. Mm -hmm. So we're in these masterminds and we put ourselves around these people that we trust and that we respect and they see more in us so yeah. that when they speak into us, we believe it and we move on it. Well, girl, I could talk to you for the rest of the day. But um, our segment is coming to a close. Exactly. I mean, really, this has been 40 minutes, my friend, that we have shared together. Um, really, I, as I said, maybe we should do something together. I oh, just, you know, maybe, maybe. Mm -hmm. But uh, with that said, I ask my guests the same question at okay. the close. And I don't know if you've read Three Feet from Gold. Oh, uh, I have my own three feet from gold story, but we'll save that for another time. Okay. You'll be okay. back. Yeah. Uh, so Sharon Lecter is a friend and I mm -hmm. love the book and, um, but she has, well, just for our guests who have not just a brief, uh, there was a, you know, it's um, autobiographical of Greg Reed ish, but it starts with a um, fiction piece of a guy from the East coast, went to the West during the gold rush days and he bought a piece of land and bought his uh, tools and started chipping away and, you know, woe is me, as we were saying earlier. He and, had some success. And he and gave up. A wall. Gave up. And he sold his plot of land to a town folk. And in three feet, the guy struck gold. Yeah. So, but during the, in not during, in the book, Three Feet from Gold, Sharon shares her success formula. So it's your passion plus talent 
times association times action plus faith now is equals success. I'm not going to ask you all of those, Take but care. what I do ask my guests is what is your passion and what is your talent? So I'm actually listening. I've been listening to Sharon for the last couple of days um, in this little gym called interview with the devil. Oh, Ooh, so good. Anyway, I digress. My passion is, I just want people to say, I just want, I just want to make a difference. And, and I used to be like, okay, where, what, how, it don't matter. For some people, I make a difference by the way I show up, by my mm -hmm. energy. Um, I mean, I have plenty of stories at this point where I've had little girls come up to me and it's faded now. I'm getting it put back in tomorrow, but I usually have pink highlights in my hair. And these little girls that come up to me and they're, it just happened in the airport two weeks ago. This little girl came up to me and said, I like your hair, right? And so maybe this little girl sees me and she has joyless parents like I did. And she says, and I did a post about it. And I said, I never set out to be an example, but somehow I am. And, and the, the women in the, that message me and say, oh, I saw you running and I like saw in your stories that you were running again after you hurt your foot and I haven't ran for five years and I just went out for a run or um, I saw you do this and so I did that. Um, or I heard you talk about your husband and this new restaurant you went to and so I took my husband to this new restaurant. We haven't been on a date for a year. So my thing is I just want to make a difference mm -hmm. and I'm and in true playing. It's not going to play it small. I'm not going to label it. Like oh, I want to make a difference in the, this industry or that industry. I just want to make a difference. Yes. And my superpower is I can trick people into thinking that they can do anything. You come to me with a crazy idea. Be careful. Cause I'm going to trick you into believing that you can do it. That's that is power. that is a very powerful talent, and it is one that is so, so needed, so needed. Yeah. Well, my friend, I have a new friend here. And we had a good time. I had such a good time with you. And even though, I mean, we're not close, we can get together. Yes, we but can. But I've been to St. Louis many times and Kansas City many times mm -hmm. back in the day, selling products in the wholesale beauty industry, State Beauty Supply. Yes. Mm -hmm. Awesome place. Yes. So... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Really. I so enjoyed being with you. And so if you would just hang out in the green room for a minute and I will be back to you. Thank you. Wow. I hope you enjoyed Jessica as much as I did. Uh, just a bubble of energy and a beautiful light in this world. And beautiful and pink and that rainbow of, of her essence. So uh, thank you, Jessica, so much for joining me today on Unique Leaders Live. And folks, as I said earlier, please do go to um, all the, share this out. And it's now live on uh, all the uh, social media platforms. It'll be on replay tomorrow on the platforms. It's on live now on YouTube. So go subscribe. Not only Jessica will be there, but other guests. I mentioned Bob Berg and Sharon Lecter um, today. So they are there as well. So do go and just enjoy those interviews and their unique stories, but also subscribe. And then the podcast will be live on all the podcasting platforms on Tuesday. So you'll be able to, you know, Jessica was talking about 
uh, her running. So she can now run and listen to all of the unique leader stories um, because she can go to all the podcasts. So when you go there, subscribe to those as well, because it will help other people find all of the unique leaders live and podcasts. And I shared in our conversation about hope and possibilities just over the horizon. It's never too early or too late to create the life of your dreams. It is on, as we shared, on Amazon uh, and on Kindle, but it's also on my website, megandemartino.com. So do go there. It is, uh, put it there free during the uh, lockdowns last year. I'm keeping it there because our my audio book will soon be there as well. So I'm very, very excited about that. So with that said, I look forward to seeing you next Friday for the next Unique Leaders Live and be blessed. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Unique Leaders Podcast. If we said something today that resonated with you, please connect with me at megandemartino.com. I have a free gift for you, my book, Hope and Possibilities Just Over the Horizon. It's never too early or too late to create the life of your dreams. And don't forget to head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. I would truly appreciate it. Be blessed.